This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Now uh, it is time for us to check in uh, with Dr. Omer Siddiqui from Copeman Health Clinic. And uh, doctor, without a doubt, this has been one of the very best summers that I can remember when it comes to warm weather and sunshine. But of course, too much sun can certainly pose some problems. And when we hear about those kinds of problems or those kinds of risks, doctor, what exactly are we talking about? We, we, we know that exposure to sun does a whole cohort of, of things to our skin. You know, if we just think about it in very practical t- terms, you know, um, ultraviolet radiation can certainly dehydrate the skin. And, and just that dehydration of the skin can lead to dryness. It can lead to itch and it can lead to rashes. We know that certain rashes are very photosensitive and they are, you know, worse when when exposed to, to the sunlight. On a different level, we've also got ultraviolet radiation when it reaches the skin, damaging um, structures and, and proteins inside our skin. One, for example, is elastin. This is the protein that is responsible for maintaining our skin's elasticity and, and that youthful appearance. And we know if you have too much exposure to ultraviolet radiation through sunshine, those proteins get denatured. And as a consequence of that, the skin becomes lax. It leads to sagging. And all that correlates into um, premature aging as well as the formation of wrinkles. But you, you mentioned skin cancer uh, and we know that of the three skin cancers that are typically found, 90% of these are associated with sun exposure and ultraviolet radiation. And this can account for up to 80,000 new cases each year. Now, if I wanted to spend an afternoon in the sun uh, or you know, my job were to have me outside in the sun all day, if I were using a proper SPF and wearing a hat and and, you know, sunglasses, is that enough to prevent you from that kind of aging and uh, premature aging and, and risk of skin cancer? Well, you know, I, I think once again, if we want to protect ourselves, we want to protect ourselves from the times where the ultraviolet radiation coming from the sun is most strongest, and that's typically between 10 and 4 a.m., um, sorry, 4 p.m., I would also say that if you are going to be spending more than 15 minutes, you should be using um, a sunscreen with the appropriate sun protection factor. And I'll give you a very good example. So if you are going to be, you know, if we say the skin burns in about 20 minutes, right, mm-hmm. and you use an SPF sunscreen level 15, that sunscreen is going to protect you for about 300 minutes and that's 15 multiplied by the 20 minutes the skin needs to burn so that's how we can use the sun protection factor um, measurement to help decide how safe you're going to be needless to say um, all the other things that you mentioned yes wearing glasses is crucial wearing 
hats and wearing, you know, clothes which are appropriate to protect your skin is, is, is very, very relevant. We're just speaking with Dr. Omer Siddiqui from Copeland Health Clinic about sun risk and what you need to watch out for. And doctor, uh, I'd like to speak about those risks and uh, that damage that maybe we've already done. Is there anything we can do about it? We'll talk about that coming up in just one minute. But first, it is 421 time for traffic. Just talking sunshine, and as we sit at 27 degrees here in the city of Calgary, and uh, Dr. Omer Siddiqui joins us from Copeman Healthcare. And, and Doctor, you were mentioning uh, some of those risks and, and the damage that we can do to our bodies with sun. And, you know, many of us grew up with uh, all kinds of hours out in the sun without sunscreen before it was so popular and, uh, and prevalent. Is there anything you can do if you have already caused damage to your body or to your skin? You just, you can't reverse that damage, can you? No, you, you, you can't necessarily reverse the damage, but you can certainly limit the exposure of sun and its ongoing effects on those areas of the skin that have previously been injured. So steps you take now will certainly have a bearing on what those areas of damaged skins might potentially turn into at a later date. What should people be looking for? Well, I think we have to think about the three typical skin cancers that uh, we see. We, we see basal cell carcinomas, squamous cell carcinomas, and we see melanomas. Now, Squamous and basal cell carcinomas are highly curable um, when they are discovered and treated early. Um, Melanomas, on the other hand, are more serious. And actually, melanomas are the ones that are most commonly associated with skin cancer deaths. Now, they all have their own interesting appearances. Um, Basal cell carcinomas, uh, typically, you have little lumps that tend to develop over quite a period of time. So they're not rapidly growing. They have a pearlyish appearance to them. They might have some blood vessels on their surface and they have a very nodular appearance. Um, They tend to occur on the face, the ears, the neck. Um, And then there's a different variety of the same basal cell carcinomas, which tend to be more flat um, maybe a little more pinkish red, and they are more often seen on the trunks and the arms and the legs. Um, squamous cell cancers are a, another kind of skin cancer. They're slightly firmer. Um, they, have, they have a whole variety of appearances ranging from you know, reddish nodules to frank ulceration or rough crusty lesions. Um, we find with these lesions, they're not slow growing. They actually appear rather quickly and they can cause some localized injury to the tissue uh, adjacent to them. And there's some inflammation around them as well. Um, melanomas, on the other hand, are you know moles which can be flat. They can be raised. They tend to be pigmented, uh, coming in the form of patches or bumps. And they have a whole different spectrum of colors ranging from light pink to pink to brown to dark brown to almost black even so and yes so i think the best advice probably then would be any changes completely so we usually use major and minor criteria to to help assess which moles are concerning but i if i could say anything i'd say any mole on your skin which changes in size changes in shape and changes in color those moles 
need to be reported to your physician urgently. Mm-hmm. Additionally, if you notice any change in the sensation around these moles, so if it starts tingling or if it starts burning, similarly, if these moles are ulcerating or you notice a pit in them, if they start bleeding or oozing, those two also need to be reviewed by your physician. Very good advice. Uh, doctor, thank you so much for your, for your time and for your help today. No problem at all. It's been my pleasure. Thank you very much, Odie. It is 426 right now, getting some texts and uh, responses to that. Not everybody wears sunscreen still, even though we've been getting that message for so many years. But uh, it is not for me to tell you what to do. I'm just letting you know what uh, the suggestions are by every medical professional. Pretty much. I've out there. never really heard anything contrary from a credible source. Doesn't seem like it, no. Uh, more coming up on this Beaufort Towers just after 4.30. We'll check in on the news of the day next. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott. Weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.